You're listening to a very moody sports show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Brought to you by Moody and Sons Electric. For any electrical needs, call Moody and Sons at 864-478-4328. That's 864-478-4328. Welcome into a very moody sports show. I'm Daniel Moody. And this is Zach Whittington on a Saturday morning pod. This is not the first time we've done this. Not the first time. We've it, done this. This is not the first time. Sure. So, anyone out there hiring ESPN Fox, we're in the morning slot. We're in the afternoon slot. We can do that 10 p.m. slot. Doesn't matter. We're versatile. You got to show all the people out there looking for new talent that we are available all the time. And here's the thing, anytime. too. I can talk anytime. Different types of people are available at different times of the day. So someone who is awake at 6 a.m., fresh out of bed, is a different person than the person who is awake at 6 a.m. because they haven't gone to bed yet. These are two, these are two different types of people. <laughs> so... We can have a late-night sports show. We can have an early-morning sports show. I'm drinking coffee. We just had breakfast. So I think we're well-balanced and ready to go on a 51st episode. 51st episode. We uh, obviously have a name. I think we save the name for after a little football discussion, Zach, and then because obviously there is a very obvious number 51 that everybody should probably know. You think it's that obvious? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's fairly, when you said it and it didn't occur to me, I was like, well, dang. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know this guy was number 51. You've obviously heard of the but name But you before. know the name. You know this we'll guy. Get, that's, that's what we call a tease. So right now, you have a couple minutes before we announce it. Go ahead. Start thinking. Number 51. Remember, I've said it's, here's your hint. He's a linebacker. <laughs> because normally all the 50 number people are linebackers. So linebacker 51. Go ahead. Start brainstorming. But Dan, take it away. Take it away. Okay, so in the NFL, Zach, we have a few headlines, a few things to talk about. Uh, Obviously, with the coronavirus pandemic, players were making their decision. I do believe Thursday, about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, was when they had to have their final decision in. Um, But we have at 67 people opted out for the season. And that doesn't sound like a crazy amount in comparison to how many football players are in the NFL. But when you think about it in, in just reference to, like, a team of football players. That is over one full team of football players that is allowed in the NFL as 52-man rosters. Yeah, so you're pushing 70. You said it doesn't sound like a lot. The longer I dwell on it and you bring up the full 52-man roster teams, (laughs) that sounds like a lot of people, man. And we're not even to the season yet. Not to the season. That doesn't include, you know, people who are not like who are injured and already we're not going to be able to play this season because of some injury or something of that nature. Um, and then also in Washington, the team with no mascot, no name, just now like, has no running back. No running well, back. Well, they still have all day, all day. Adrian Peterson, great guy. Also had his own scandals, but Darius Geis. Darius Geis. I like Darius Geis. Second year player. This might be the start of his third year, but he's been hurt the whole time. And uh, speaking of hurt, he has uh, put the hurting on somebody. He turned himself in to the police for an alleged three counts of assault and battery and one count of strangulation. 
the strangulation. I'm turning myself in. These are the hands that did it, Dan. So this is this is wild news, especially on a Saturday morning. Well, another uh, Friday afternoon of some more wild news came out as a the dogs! <laughs> as a former Bulldog, Georgia Bulldog fan or Georgia Bulldog uh, fan at this time, DeAndre Baker, a former player of the twenty, I think, what were they? They were probably the they were twenty seventeen, twenty six. 2017 team um the georgia bulldogs that went to the national championship played against alabama and lost uh deandre baker who has been uh is going to be spending some time in prison for four counts of armed robbery uh one of them at gunpoint um so there's just yeah a lot of things happening across the league i was stunned to see this uh deandre baker had no like prior uh history of criminal record um but that being said uh there was a lot of issues as far as his first few years in the league he was the uh, first round pick for the new york giants they traded up two spots to like number six to pick him uh, a couple years ago and it did not seem to work out for them so uh yeah a few people in the nfl few names that uh if you watch college football you definitely heard over the past few years uh not gonna be uh with their teams for the foreseeable future. Um, and then, Zach, we were talking right before the pod. I think, uh, you know, I may have said something that gave you the thought of uh, the potential of a fantasy football league. Yeah, so um, are we playing fantasy, man? Because, uh, look, you just said 67 players are out, so that's going to make fantasy probably a little more interesting having to pick some backups, but there's not too many marquee players that have opted out of the season so far yet, right? No, not a crazy amount of marquee players that opted out of the season. A few, uh, the Patriots are the highest number team, uh, highest team of uh, people holding out. Uh, I think they're at eight, but, uh, and there were some, some in pretty big names as far as the Patriots, but you gave the theory that uh, I do believe you said they're going to be tanking for Trevor. So, like, these are players who already won Super Bowls, and so they're just going to hold out for the season, not uh, play, and probably be back next year. Um, so, but that being said, I... I'm down to play fantasy. I love I love fantasy. It's fun. But that being said, we would. Uh, it also is going to be based on if there's a season. And I think over the next few weeks, two three weeks, is going to be a major deciding point on football, um, in both college football and NFL football. Um, as there was some big news out of the college football spectrum to this week, uh, a lot of leagues making their final decisions on what's happening with their season schedules. Um, so. But that being said, just because season schedules are set, people are going to training camps right now, does not guarantee a season. So I would tell people to be cautiously optimistic about it. And we're talking NFL, right? We're, NFL, We're, we're yeah. not talking all football because all football, I don't know if we want to jump to college football off the NFL or not. But I was just, we. there's been some announcements of players opting out in college as well. And then. Even with the schedules being announced, it's a lot up in the air. Up until the last minute, really. Which would put the Fantasy Football League up in the air, but if we have football, we are definitely going to do a uh, Moody Sports Fantasy Football League, Mm. if y'all would, uh, you know. I think it'd we be could get cool. the boys in there, maybe uh, make guys. it make it public to the fans. A little public, we'll it, if there's a few fans, we'll put up a request poll on a uh, Twitter. Get you in the league, get you invited. But uh, I love some fantasy, man. I've swore it off a few times. 
Like, I've literally said I'm never playing again, and I love sports, but fantasy just, like, makes me mad sometimes because... Have you ever won a fantasy league? No, I've made it to the playoffs before. Okay. I don't know, man. I can't remember. I may have won one towards the beginning of my fantasy career, but that's when nobody knew what they were doing, really. So... My favorite, I played fantasy basketball one year. That was fun, but fantasy football, I've had some I've had some tough breaks. I've played 3 years now. I think I've had four or five teams and I've won one time. And like, you know, at this point, I still want to play. It's enjoyable to me, but I also don't I'm not like people like I know a lot of people who on their fantasy football just sit, sit there and mess with their lineups every day and like they're constantly I'm like, man, I have one day a week, Tuesday or Wednesday, and that is the day of fantasy football. You reset your lineups, and you just let that go. And you hope no one Until, gets hurt. <laughs> not, I mean, you watch the watch for injuries. If somebody goes out, you got to change it. But, like, there's a set idea, and I don't question myself. Yeah, I always hate it when there's, like, that guy or two in your league who doesn't fix their team ever, too. You Obviously, know? Like, you I'll take the have... easy dub, but come on. Zach, you said, you told me, actually, uh, that you uh, had tried to watch a show called League, and uh, you couldn't get into it. Too much everybody but, uh, loves the league it's a great and show i should love the league lover, on paper lover. it's a show about fantasy football but i've tried it a few t- obviously i get a laugh here or there but i have not gotten the binge factor yeah it's it's definitely one that's not too as binge worthy as other shows but there is a character in there that describes the exact thing that doesn't set their lineup. His name's Taco, so there's always But a doesn't Taco, Taco win there's the league? always a ta- Yeah, he wins the league. There's always Tacos of the league, and they're going to win the league at some point. It's going to happen. Fantasy football is not a science. I, I, think I do know think Taco. Science. I do know Taco is played by John LaJoy, YouTube legend. He has a few songs. You know his songs. Uh, I always think of old people burning, old people Okay, <laughs> I didn't know that was him doing it, but he actually wrote a few songs for the league, and, you know, that was those were great songs. Yes, he is a, he's a legend. Legend. So, any other NFL? I think that's I all nothing, we got. got we're nothing. moving on to the other pigskin sport, the, coll- the collegiate pigskin. Uh, there was schedule release. There's plans for season's release. P- teams have a- actually announced who they're playing with. Uh, where they're playing them, um, and so we are going to run through the timeline of how this all happened because there was a little drama between leagues. Um, obviously, as the coronavirus pandemic started up, everybody was shutting down. There was a lot of conversation as far as the leagues going to try to do something together, and that was initial intent of a lot of the Power Five conferences. Um, but as time progressed, and the uh, that changed until up to July 9th was really the deciding day of it. And that was when the Big Ten uh, decides they are just going to play conference only. This meant a few things as far as like what they're going to be doing with team schedules. But the biggest and uh, thing that people are going to be worried about, if you're just a general college football fan, the Ohio State Michigan game, Zach, is going to be October 24th. What? Moving that oh, thing. Oh, they're way in the up. Big Ten. Dang it! Because I'm sitting here as a Clemson fan. I don't get the Carolina game this year. I don't get a rivalry game. You oh, don't yeah. either as a dog, do you? Uh, well, we, we, they, they, we, we, that's, that is going to be coming up. Uh, in July 10th, uh, day after Pac-12 then announces, also they are going to be doing conference only. So that then starts just probing each conference to just 
do their own thing. Um, and so it's no longer a group uh, thing they're trying to figure out. Um, obviously, they said that they were going to have to build the, le- the, the schedules and the, the conference games around each other somewhat just so they can make the college football playoff work still. But uh, the ACC on July 29th is the first conference to decide to go 10 games of uh, their conference and then one non-conference game and two other things. They were going to bring Notre Dame into the ACC fully for one year and there will be no division so it'll just be uh you know top to bottom league and the best two teams get in so what happens next year with notre dame you're they just go gonna back. hop right back they out of the ACC? right back out so so dumb well in that time of july 29th to july 30th when we learn that the sec will play only 10 conference games no conference uh non-conference schedule uh, there was a lot of conversation between the ACC and the SEC. And as you mentioned, Zach, we are no longer going to be having those cross-conference con- uh, rivalries, such as uh, Clemson-USC, Georgia Tech-Georgia, uh, Louisville and Kentucky, and then Florida State-Florida. Um, and I think it's crazy because uh, the ACC sort of set that one non-conference game in the in their schedule just for the fact that they wanted to allow that opportunity. In the SEC, only one team voted to have non-conference uh, game, and it was USC because they wanted to play the Clemson game. Respect. I like, like I know, like Ohio. I'd said Ohio State, Michigan. Like that's obviously everybody's like, oh, that's the greatest rivalry ever. Like whatever. Clemson, Carolina is a steamy. Ugly rivalry, and we both want to play. <laughs> like they, it, oh, it's so disappointing. Hundred nine years straight. As a as a t- Georgia fan with the Tech game, it's like, yeah, I mean, it. I don't care. But you always wax them. We dude. we were gonna wax them. Like Clemson's that's just probably like, gonna be Carolina, but dude, it's oh man, it's just like it's a bit, little bit. Different. It is a trash talking epicenter of South Carolina. That Great. game, I love it. It is dangerous <laughs> so anyways we don't have it this year so we'll take Not a year off year. and next year it's going to be even more lit. <laughs> i was about to say it makes the next game even more uh intense i bet yeah um and then the final conference of the power five the big 12 uh on august 3rd will play only conference games um and then i also saw that the conference usa has approved an eight plus four model game model which is weird to me because like you're going to find four non-conference foes and one, two, three, four of the Power Five conferences will not be playing non-conference games. So you're just going to get waxed by ACC teams? Like, well, this is going to be weird. It's going to be weird season as far as if this uh, season happens and we follow out these schedules, I think. But a few notes. Uh the uh, SEC, with them being a uh, 10-game schedule of SEC, they add two extra cross-division uh, games. So Georgia picks up like Mississippi State and uh, Arkansas. Let's go, pull it easy. We also get to host the Pirate. I'm so excited to see Mike Leach in the Sanford Stadium. If he doesn't get fired for, I'll be fine. Mike Leach, he's a, <laughs> he's, a, he's a player coach, obviously. I think we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's tiptoeing around in all honesty. Cancel culture. Cancel culture. Um, there is opt-outs, as you said, in the NCAA also, Zach. Uh, a few of them being uh, Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. Uh, that is their big uh, number one receiver. Um, he had a bunch of huge catches against Penn State. Uh, and 
he's going to be a big, uh, definitely a player on uh, Mel Kuyper's big board. Definitely going to be in the NFL draft, probably in the top tour, towards the top of it. So we'll see. Uh, he's not going to be playing along with another receiver out of Purdue in the Big Ten is Rondell Moore. Uh, you may remember him for freshman season. He had a, he was the leading uh, wide receiver in the, his freshman season as far as just like uh, yards after catch. Uh, had a lot of crazy great plays. Mika Parsons out of Penn State. So a lot of Big Ten. Players often out. Mika Parsons is their uh, top tier linebacker. He's definitely a top uh, player in the NFL draft this year. And then one for you, Zach, in the ACC sort of helps Clemson. I don't know if y'all pulled Miami on your schedule or not, but uh, Gregory Rousseau out of Miami. He is the top defensive tackle, number one defensive, uh, sorry, defensive end in college football this year for the NFL draft. So a few uh, key names. Um, there was an announcement, Zach, on from your boy. Uh, do you want to set, tell us? I mean, I already told you. So, you well, all these opt-outs, you got big players coming from big teams like all around the country, and I even said it a few weeks ago on the pod. Trevor Lawrence is not going to opt out. And I'm not even, I'm not trying to be pretentious about Clemson. I'm not trying to act like we're the holy grail of college football, but I said it. Trevor Lawrence isn't going to opt out because if you're the guy who's going to opt out, you're probably not going to make it in on Clemson's program. Like, that's just, everybody likes to demonize Dabo for being like a fake Christian preacher coach like tries to be cool and everything but he's straightforward on his mission we don't have any f***ing scan oh whoops <laughs> we don't have any scandals in the team <laughs> and then uh <laughs> so we don't have any scandals in the team and it's winning football we're winning national championships and it's literally he's doing it the right way with the right guys trevor lawrence fits the program fits the player mold you want and he has no reason to play this year he's going to be the number one overall pick and he still opts in. Well, I did. I saw Travis Etienne also said he's 100% in on the season. He is not planning to opt out either. So uh, that, that, that is something to take note of that they, the Dabo's players are still going to want to play. I think there's a lot of teams like this. And Clemson obviously won. I think Georgia's won. Bama, these teams that do are playing for a chance of a national championship where the Minnesota player uh, Rashad Bateman sort of surprised me but Rondell Moore at Purdue's not going to be winning a national championship or so I or the Big Ten championship so I can understand that but the Rashad Bateman sort of surprised me I think Minnesota has a chance to make some noise in the Big Ten this year they definitely have a good returning squad minus Bateman now um Zach we were sitting here yesterday uh, night we were going to record last night a little peek into behind the pod but we did not we were lazy decided to hold off for the night uh decided to bring you on the saturday morning trip but last night we were watching wwe all night friday right? night friday smackdown. night smackdown, smackdown live so zach we were watching it on fox because there has been a recent presidential change in the in the WWE, no longer Vince McMahon running making calls. Uh, Nick Khan is now the president of the UFC. Uh, he's a uh, WWE. WWE. Sorry, <laughs> uh, he left Creative uh, Artists Agency, which is a. Uh, a representative agency for a lot of uh, like sports hosts and stuff of that nature. Cowherd, um, Cowherd, and Joy uh, Dan Taylor, Lovacar, a bunch Joy of guys, Taylor. lots of people. Yeah, but moving to WWE, I'm excited for Nick Khan because 
there's been a decline in ratings. I mean, ever since like 2010, there's been a decline, but I attribute a little bit of that to the declining cable television sales too. Like when every single person had cable TV, Monday, Friday nights, you're watching SmackDown and Raw. It was it was lit. But now streaming services, a lot of people don't even have access to these things. I'm not paying for WWE Network just to get it. So Nick Khan's coming from Fox, who got WWE to sign SmackDown onto Fox, which is and now he's going to be the president. Reports directly to Vince McMahon, so we'll see what that does to the storylines and how the operations go. Well, uh, so yeah, I mean, WWE, I was always a fan as a child. I absolutely loved it. Um, I definitely fell off as I grew up and got older, but it's something now, like we were sitting here watching last night, and uh, it was awesome, honestly. There were so many moments of just pure joy. It was good like, last joy. night. It was good last night. Oh my gosh. Seamus came out. He gave a... Jeff Hardy Cor- a boot. Jo- jo- dude, Corbin gave Corbin Byron the Corbin boot. got a boot. Byron too. Corbin just goes down to the boot of uh, Seamus. <laughs> It was great. So uh, I'll probably be watching WWE a little more now that it's available on Fox. Like you said, that's a yeah, huge move for them to be able to be available cool for on sure. network television. And I was a huge fan, and I got out of it too. Don't get me wrong. I took like a good 10-year hiatus, and I'm barely watching now. Barely. I mean, I can just repeat these names because some people have been around since I was a kid. <laughs> but the new guys, and I mean, the writing's pretty terrible sometimes but that's where nick Khan. hopefully you turn it around see some ratings come back up they're in what they call right now is the pg era this is this like the last like 10 years have been labeled the pg era it's okay. family friendly when i grew up it was called the attitude era there were boobs there was beer it was cussing barbed wire blood awesome very suggestive you did introduce me to a new wrestler last night that recently came up. The original bro. Oh my god. This man bro, is hilarious. Bro, bro. <laughs> there's this yeah, but there's this guy he, he just busted in WWE. His name's Matt Riddle. So I don't know how much wrestling talk y'all thought you were gonna get this episode, but here you go. Matt Riddle busted in. His everyone has their own little mantra, their own character get up. This guy is, looks like a surfer. Six foot four, long hair. He used to do mixed martial arts. So, but his niche is he he wears barefoot to the ring. He wears a pair of slides. He kicks them into the crowd, and his song is just like some club music, and everyone chants, "Bro, bro, 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 bro," and it's pretty awesome. He throws head kicks. It's it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. I mean, there's been much worse attempts at WWE superstars than the original bro. And he has this cool dance. Bro. I was bro, doubting bro, him, bro. and then I was a big fan when I watched it. It was yeah, hilarious. Get, get so. you some YouTube WWE highlights. Uh, another thing that we actually watch a lot of, honestly, Zach, together, me, you, Andy, the Triumph crew, I would say we are a bit. Uh, we got together, got to watch the Triumph take on F- Tormenta FC out of South Georgia on Wednesday night and it was a matchup of number one, number two in the league and it was a huge win for the Triumph. Big time. Absolutely ridiculous. Big time. So we had 90 minutes of hoopla, which means nothing. Hoopla! <laughs> hoopla can mean whatever you want. But uh, So it was nil-nil heading in the extra time. Got seven whopping minutes of extra time in the 90th. But it only took one minute, and J.J. Donnelly on a cleanup goal from inside the box. Beautiful. 1-0 Greenville Triumph. And then they held on. 
But it was really a great game. Donnelly had a great game. Subbed off, had a couple good subs. McLean was running around. Uh, absolutely. I think the subs were the story of the game. That and Dallas J on the back end. Uh, at this point to the season, I didn't think Dallas J had looked fantastic. He had gave up a couple goals. Um, he looked pretty good. But I think this was the game that sort of watching, he gave me a lot more confidence in him, uh, us being back to full form at this point. And like you said, J.J. Donnelly gets his first goal of his career with the Greenville Triumph. It's fantastic. Yeah, awesome. Good win for the team. They're double the points of second place. They have 10 points on the season. Second place has five, so that's huge. 10 days off. And you were uh, you jumped the gun. You said we were 3-0-1 last week. You just knew we were going to get this I, dub. I had the feeling. I, I had, had the a- feeling. So let's talk about this real quick. Timeout. I I have ESPN rolling in the background of the pod right now. So it's been on TV. What in the world is going on on ESPN two right? ESPN two. I haven't seen sports show. in thirty five minutes on this. TV. ESPN two. So I don't know if you watch ESPN. If you're aware, there's E sixties where it's like a it's an hour long little show about, and they do like random coverage on some random stuff. They are covering not the West. Minister dog show? No, no, oh no! They're covering a fair dog show. It looks the world's like. ugliest they're, they're dog just, show. These are this is, may be the world's ugliest dog show because these dogs are looking rough, and we're about to get blown up if people hear this. I'm just going to state people hate when you talk about dogs, but these dogs. No, this is fair. literally called the world's ugliest dog show. I'm pretty sure. They're trying to find an ugly dog. That's not even my dilemma. I literally put ESPN up in the background of the pod so I could have sports rolling and hit you with some topics as I'm talking. And I've gotten <laughs> I've gotten show. sad Make-A-Wish Foundation story for 30 minutes straight into hour-long dog show in the background. How do I change the channel? <laughs> What's well, happening? But... I'm sorry. I had to bring it up. I, no, you're good. This is why I switched Absolutely. to Fox ESPN. This I is why I switched the, the curtain. <laughs> this is this is the ESPN does be doing stuff like that. Do to do some it's random Disney, bro. Deep, yep, yeah, that's fair. Disney. Well, company. we're never getting ESPN jobs. So, guys, <laughs> now before I get out of here, before Zach and I get out of here, we have decided that every week, even though we know small amounts about hockey, <laughs> I'm bringing you an NHL update every week. All right. So, we are now sitting here at August 8th, Saturday morning. We have two games today to be decide the last two teams to qualify into the quarterfinals of the NHL. But that being said, we are sitting on, in the east side, the Islanders down the Panthers 3-1 in their series with a huge win. 5-1. God. Good God. Beat them up. The Islanders, uh, they're in the East. Also in the East, you have the Canadians of uh, Montre- of Montreal winning. Uh, and they beat the Penguins, Zach. Pittsburgh Penguins. Sidney Crosby out. And then also in the East, you have the Maple Leaves. Oh, wow, actually... So, guys, last night I pre-assumed that we were going to be seeing the Blue Jackets... In beating the Maple Leafs 3-1. It is tied 2-2. Series tied 2-2. The Maple Leafs win in overtime. Blow my mind. Did not see that coming. Uh, so, yes, we are also looking in the West. The Predators. My uh, P.J. Subban. We named both last week. You named Sidney Crosby. P.J. Subban is two of the three NHL players you know. <laughs> both of them. 
out of the playoffs, not in. Um, so you got Arizona Coyotes in the West being winning that one, 3-1. Uh, and then also the Blackhawks of uh, Chicago will be headed into the uh, quarterfinals of the Stanley Cup, uh, beating the Oilers. And then also in the West, you have the Vancouver Canucks, what I say is probably one of my favorite NHL team names because Canucks is so great. Uh, they get the series win 3-1. And then tonight in the games, you will have Flyers-Lightning to defi- decide that uh, that mad, that uh, matchup for the East. And then also the Golden Knights playing the Avalanche in the West to figure out the last team coming into the West. Uh, and I do believe we will have the Maple Leafs and Blue Jay, uh, the Blue Jackets playing their series uh, coming into this here Sunday. Well, thank you, Dan, for all those updates. And I have my own hockey segment to contribute. I'm going to have Zach's Hockey Fact of the Week. And since I don't really have a base knowledge of hockey, I thought a great place to start is defining icing. All right, because I do not get it. In (laughs) ice hockey, icing is an infraction where a player shoots the puck over the center line. So I assume you're behind half court. You're on the defensive side. side. You send it over the center line and the opposing team's red goal line. So there's a goal line right where the goal all the way, and you can go behind it, behind the goal. So in that order... And the puck remains untouched without scoring a goal. So you can pass it to somebody close to the goal from behind the line. You're fine. But if you shoot it from pass behind half court or rink, whatever, the center line, and it goes behind the goal and no one touches it, bam, icing, turnover. Okay. And Makes then there's sense. some exceptions, but we'll go into those in other weeks. This is a lot of information about there's a lot of information. Me and Zach are slowly going to learn hockey with y'all. We're going to educate y'all. Some of y'all probably are going to look at us and think, how do we not know these things? Well, I do know these things, so you can't say that now. We're learning. Mm-hmm. All right, I guys, exactly I think that's I all we got this week. Zach? Well, the episode's about Dick Butkus. I can tell you that oh, yeah. much. Oh, yeah, we didn't even <laughs> stop on Dick Butkus. I did remember that. Dick Butkus. Number 51. One of the best names ever. Chicago Bear. Linebacker, Hall of Famer, obviously. Eight Pro Bowls. That's crazy. I wonder if the last Pro Bowl, if the only Pro Bowl he missed, I wonder if the only Pro Bowl he missed was uh, his last year because of age or his first year. He might have got hurt somewhere in the middle, though. Or hurt. Well, you never know because that, it was like 65 years ago. Dick Buckus, the Dick Buckus Award given to the best defensive linebacker in college football, high school football, and in the pro football league. So, uh, you know, has an award named after him. At all levels. And set a standard for linebackers. Uh, Guys, Dick Buckus, number 51. We will be back next week, the 52nd episode. Don't forget that. Promised a pot of palooza. We still are trying to figure out what we got coming. All right, and here's my five second NBA update Lakers suck, Suns don't. Suns don't. Find out next week for more. So check us out on the website. Listen to the end of this podcast for how to follow us on all platforms. And Dan, next week, pot of palooza. Big freaking deal. I'm going to bring cake. Ooh. We're pretty much Mike and Mike. All right. (laughs) Bye, guys. 
Thank you for listening to A Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Stay tuned next week for more hot takes and good predictions. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow on Apple iTunes and Spotify, A Very Moody Sports Show. And also on social media, Moody Sports Page. That's M-O-O-D-Y Sports Page, all one word, on social media. And check out our website, MoodySportsPage.com. See you next week, guys.